Hey guys, it's Chris Prefontaine again with some more Q&A from our members. And by the way, if you're a member and you haven't sent in questions, I know you've got those swirling around in your brain, so get those sent over to us. Just send it to support at smartrealestatecoach.com. These actually came, there's two good questions here, and they actually came from a joint venture partner member. We call them our JV Partners. We have several around the country. If your area isn't taken yet, it might be something you want to look into. We can have a chat about that. Let me start with the questions here. So the first one is, how do we leapfrog from our contract with the seller to the buyer closing with the seller when the buyer never really had a relationship with the seller? So what, what she's asking is, I structure a sandwich lease deal with my seller. Eventually, the buyer's closing with them. I'm not closing directly. So he's, she's saying, how do you bridge that together? Well, the answer is you really don't need to worry about that short term or long term. What happens is you have a structure with your uh, seller. It's a lease purchase agreement. It says on or before such and such date, that house is gonna be bought by you or an assignee. Well, the person's gonna be your buyer, that's your assignee. So what's gonna happen now, it's fast forward three years, and the buyer has gone through your credit enhancement program, the buyer has got, uh, procured their financing, and they're ready to close on this deal. Every bank deals with it differently. If you're going through our preferred mortgage rep, we have a couple of them that understand intricately the lease purchase world and the rent to own world, it's gonna be a lot more seamless. But if, you, if you're out on your own trying to do these deals, here's, a, here's how it will play down, one of two ways. One, the mortgage lender, the underwriter, sees your agreement on one hand and says, okay, I'm gonna honor that, I'm gonna put that through underwriting. And as such, your buyer, you already have the contract with your buyer, your buyer's gonna end up closing directly with the seller using that contract, those numbers, because you were able to assign your right to it, and they're gonna be, you're gonna be listed on the HUD-1 statement, the closing statement, or in some states, the settlement statement, as a simple option release fee. I'm gonna explain in the next question, coincidentally, what that means, but the option release fee makes sure that you get listed on the HUD-1 and any and all profit you have remaining for payday three or whatever deal you made with the seller, that's where that comes in. They don't, the buyer and the seller don't have to meet. Keep in mind one thing. The seller wants to know, did that agreement get fulfilled? Did they get, he or she get the cash they were owed or if no cash, did the mortgage get paid off? That's all they need to know, okay? So that should solve that. They don't have to have a relationship. Uh, number two, what is the purpose of an NOO, which stands for Notice of Option? Here's how this works. Very good question. So when you structure a lease purchase with your seller, you're gonna record what's called a Notice of Option. In some markets, it's a real estate memorandum or a memorandum of real estate. They're all the same. What it means is you're gonna cloud the title. Keep something in mind. You went to a lease purchase agreement with your seller. You then structured, per your right to do so, a buyer agreement with your buyer. Now, what happens if this seller decides to sell to an uncle, uh, pass title to a brother, uh, gosh, pass away? It, ha it happens. It happens a couple of times a year for us. Well, you have no protection if you want to think about that. So what happens is the notice of option goes on record. It clouds the title. That's the right way of understanding that. So what? So that the seller can't transfer a title without coming to you and saying, I need you to sign off on that. I need the option released. I need this notice of option released. So the purpose of it is what? To protect your paycheck, that's what it is. And to protect morally and ethically and legally the fact that your buyer is in that home and you've made a commitment to get them into that home and financeable. Can't do that after sell a transfer's deed. Notice of option is super, super important. Make sure you cover your butt and do that all the time. Um, on the back end, uh, the HUD-1 statement, again, will say option release fee and will have your 
amount owed to you? And part of the part, part two of this question was, well, isn't the seller going to get upset if they see how much you're making? No, you have an agreement that says you're giving them X at the closing. As long as they get X or better, they're all set and you don't have to worry about that. So very good question. Thanks for writing in and uh, keep the questions coming guys. It's super helpful. And again, if you have not gone through membership and if you've not gone through the QLS home study course, Get yourself on the free webinar. I change them every week or so. It's live, come on the webinar with me. We max out at 100 seats, so be sure to register this week on smartrealestatecoach.com, and I look forward to seeing you there.